It's set. Ladies and gents, boys and girls, you go. You said what? Oh, before we before we get started, they told me to say this. With the owner of a blue Buick, you guys are blocking the fire hazard. <laughs> you got to move your vehicle. Now, ladies and gents, you guys already know what time it is, man. It's yours truly, your favorite sidekick, Mr. Foggy K. Pennyworth. Hey, welcome back to the Basement Friday podcast, sponsored by Hanging.fm, the easiest way to start a podcast. You guys looking to start a podcast? Make sure you guys check out Hanging.fm. We got everything you need from distribution to even monetization. Anchor, Spotify. Now, with that being said, we got to go ahead and, uh, well, we got to go ahead and let Bruce Wayne of this show go ahead and take over as usual. Bruce, glad to be back here with you, brother. <laughs> glad hey, to be man. back here with you, Bruce. <laughs> hey, man. I'm going to tell you this. Welcome back, guys. It's Aaron Fonicetti back again with another episode of the Basement Friday podcast. Just like Funkadelic said, make sure you check us out on all streaming services because we're on there. And YouTube, we still got beef. Don't think this is over. We still got beef, but, you know, let bygones be bygones. We're on YouTube, too. So, yeah, anyway, we're going to get to our five-minute rant. What you got for the people? You know, it's been a very positive. It's been a very, like, positive week. So, I've, yeah. I've actually been pretty cool. It's been pretty quiet. It's been pretty chill for the most part. So, you guys already know. Most of the time, I come to y'all with a whole bunch of funny stories. But, surprisingly, this has been the, oh, you know what? Nah, we ain't gonna talk about it. I ain't gonna talk about that. I ain't gonna talk about that. I can't. This is my master elaborate plan, but I don't think that's a five minute rant. Or oh, should we talk about a five minute rant? It depends. Okay, okay. I gotcha. I gotcha. Okay, cool. I'm gonna tell everybody right here, right now, to my future wife, I'm sorry, but let me talk to you right quick. Oh, no. Nah. <laughs> talk to you right quick. So, First of all, y'all know me. I don't use the word if because I speak everything to existence. So I say when. This is my most devious plan ever. And I came up with this. I'm like, I'm like a bad scientist. I said to myself, when I have kids, I said I'm going to blame the mother for everything. In a good way, though. In a good way. In a good way. So if I have kids that I clearly know that they had my traits, I'm going to blame the mother and act like I don't know where these kids got it from. I'm going to put it all on the mother's shoulders. Anytime the kid do something, I'm just going to be like, where you get that from? Act just like your damn mom. Why you laugh like that? No, damn well, they got that from me, but I'm going to blame the mother. Just so, I, just, so I can, just so I can walk skate-free out here. <laughs> this man a madman, man. <laughs> Mad scientist. I'm trying to tell you. The only person, the only person I can't fool is probably be my mama. She's gonna be like, you know, damn well them kids ain't get that from her. They got that from you. I'm like, no, they didn't. They got that from their damn mama. That's gonna be my, my line for everything. Yo, damn mama. <laughs> I don't know, man. I hope the couch is comfy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, wife ain't playing that. <laughs> you got that from your damn mama. <laughs> <laughs> Like that, fluffing up the pillows. Me that joke. Why I'm in trouble? <laughs> I can look your damn mom. <laughs> Wake up in the morning. Wake me up early. That's how your mom would do. 
that's that's my most devious plan so far. So I'm just gonna say right now, like for all my my future wife and kids, I'm gonna tell y'all right now, you act like your damn mama. <laughs> you act like <laughs> hey man, my five minute rant. I'm gonna just put it like this. I feel like at this point, I'm gonna meet my future wife in a shop in a shopping market in the supermarket. I should we say need, we need to talk about this. We need to hey, hey look, hey look. I'm stuttering already because this happened last week, right? So I'm doing my shopping, you know, as usual. Got by the groceries, you know. Get yourself together in the fridge. And I'm in a juice aisle. You know, I like sports drinks. You know, when you work out, you know, like that to stay hydrated. That may not work out. I'm not lying to people on this show. I'm lying to people on this <laughs> like to stay hydrated, you know, get fit. You know, uh, one, two, three. Matter of fact, let me ask you a question, though. Let me ask you a question. Because I've seen this, and I'm going to let you continue the story. I need to ask you, since, since you work out all of a sudden, you know what I mean? My man, <laughs> you know, but I've see, I seen uh, somebody said um, when they go to the gym, their playlist is R&B. Now, that's something that I would do, but I was like, do you have, what, what's on your gym playlist? I don't have no, no playlist. All pain. All aggression. I listen to the air. I listen to the fear of my other people in the gym. Nah, man. I tell you, my playlist is all like rock music, man. Like, you know, some people, hey, if you could do R&B, you know, if you can get there one chance, baby, hey, again, you my know. Man. Hey, my man, Eric will be even at your, ah, rock and roll. Hey, look, man, you got to get the adrenaline pumping. That's what you got to do, man. Hey, look, I heard people play classical, man. Look, it, it's a whole bunch of different types of music people playing in the gym, but. I'm going to be getting cool as you are. Hey, look. That's how it be, man. You get them reps by any means. No, but I'll tell you like this. So I'm in the out, you know, getting some sports drinks. And you know the way the shopping, uh, some supermarkets are, like the door is right in front of you, but you're mm -hmm. in the aisle. I look up. I get finished putting the drinks in the cart. I look up. Y'all, it's this <laughs> lady. Man, like, I, I, I'm sorry I'm stuttering because I'm trying to find the words of how to describe this. She was bad. She had to be bad. You stuttered. <laughs> Look, bad. lady came in all white, statuesque. Suit was white. She got the gold accents, you know, the amber hair. And she comes in. When people say it's like slow motion, it really was like slow motion. I just looked up. She looking up. And we make eye contact. I did not break my eye contact. For some reason, can you know, like, you look at people, I'm not trying to make people feel uncomfortable. I'm like, no, I'm going to let you know I think you're gorgeous. Like, our contact did not break. So she's looking at me. I'm looking at her. I'm looking at her, looking at me, look at her. <laughs> I'm looking at you, for looking at me, for looking at you, for looking at her, for looking at me, for looking at you. For so looking at she's me. just walking with the stride. She got the purse in her hand. And then she goes in the other aisle. And I was like. All right, so I hurry up, get my stuff, <laughs> and then I go in the other aisle. And then, like, she disappeared. So I'm like, 
right, so like I go finish my shopping. So I'm in a bread aisle this time, right? You know, gotta, gotta get, get your whole grains. Gotta get your whole grains, baby. Gotta earn Hulkamania. All right, so I'm in there and I feel this presence behind me. I just heard a voice, excuse me. So, you know me, like, I'm, I, I didn't even think anything of it. I was like, oh, my bad. So I turned around, it's her. Oh. Oh. <laughs> so oh. it's her. So what happened was she walks statuesque, you know, as usual. She goes in the aisle. I don't know why this lady's moving in slow motion. She just is. So I get my bread and I do the same thing. So I'm like, all right, let me hurry up and get my bread so I can catch her. The older guy making honest contact with me, I'm like, not in my head. And he's smiling because I'm like, yeah, you know, too, you know, too. So she's in the aisle, right? I missed her because I had one more thing to get, right? I had one more thing to get. Um, got it. You know, you got to get your ketchup and mustards because you can't be eating no dry sandwiches. So get that. I see her in the aisle. I'm thinking I could catch up to her because, you know, like her aisle, she was six. I was five. So I'm in it. I'm like, all right, I'm going to try to say something. So I'm still in line. Here's what messed me up. I have this thing where for some reason I always get behind somebody with like 10,000 stuff. And I can't back out now because the supermarket is packed. If I step out of line, I got to start all over. So she walks out. That's it. I, I just ring up my stuff. I'm like, all right, cool. So you know what I mean? Like a music video, I'm running outside. I'm looking left and right, see if I could catch in parking lot. Nope. Damn. That's <laughs> it. So I'm going to let you know like this. Probably not going to find me, but I just want to let you know. My name is Aaron Fornacetti. You know, last week I talked about Noshi. I found a new pasta. So I've been looking up some recipes, you know. Potentially for us, you know, this is my pitch. Um, I know this is a five minute rant, but I gotta make my plea. Hey, take all the time you need, please. You know, if you are out there, I'm ready. I got the wine stacked, right? Let me know your favorite. Holler at me. Our email is basementfridaygmail.com. My social media is Aaron Fornicetti. Please hit me up. You know, I like to take you out on the date. I'm making my plea, you know, first time ever, basement Friday podcast. Baby, you out there. You know you fine. That our contact was not an accident. It was on purpose. This is intentional. This is a message from God saying you two belong together. What did Al Green say? Let's just stay together. Even though we weren't together at first, you know, I just feel like we should be a thing, baby. But enough of me. Enough of me. Enough of me. We got a show to do. We got a show to do. I, was, I mean, that, if, do you want to make that the show, brother? Hey, I'll yeah, show you. You know, I just wish she would slow down. You know, I just wanted to get to know her. Okay, you know? Bobby Valentino. <laughs> <laughs> I saw you walking huh? down a snack aisle. <laughs> I just want to get to know you. <laughs> Straight out of heaven, girl. I mean, hey, if you want to make this the whole episode, hey, I can sit, I can sit back and just, I can sit back and listen to this whole story for the whole nah, show. Man. Hey, look, man, we 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 got a show to do. You know, the people came for the show, not to hear about my love tales, but I, I, I'm gonna let y'all know this. You know, 
your boy got an eye on somebody. You know, hey, look, we we got the eye out here. Hey, look. Guess that, that, guess that makes that makes two of us. I got my eye on, on somebody too. I guess that makes two of us. Man, I'm gonna let you know. I know you shocked. All right, I know you shocked. I'm just saying, I got the no shoe, you know, some new recipes. All right, anyway. All we're gonna say is to miss to miss supermarket, to miss supermarket queen, though. Hey, my, my boy Aaron out here, man. My boy Aaron, I'm trying to tell you. Absolutely, absolutely. The Miss Supermarket Queen, baby, you you know it, you know what it is, man. You know, my boy, hey, look, my boy, like, look, man, he ready to settle down with you. I'm just be real. Set. You know what I'm saying? He he ready to settle down. Like it, it gets no better than this. So I'm just saying him. So you know, you know my what? man, he's drawing the heart. <laughs> 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 <Hulk -a -mania. laughs> he, throwing, he throwing the heart out there. So whoever Miss Supermarket, Miss Supermarket, Shorty, listen, baby, listen. My boy Herb, man. That that he it's him. He he wants you. Mm. I like what I see. But unfortunately, a lot of people don't like what they seen in the video that came up. Uh Michael B. Jordan. We're gonna talk about what everybody's talking about. So the recent video that came out earlier this week, Michael B. Jordan was on a red carpet. You know, Creed Three come out on the third. Um, comes out today, actually. Today, you know, but not right now. It's like eleven p.m., seven p.m. when the movie premieres come out. And he was talking with uh, L'Oreal, who he used to go to school with in New Jersey. So, the interview essentially. She's talking about, yeah, we go way back and things like that. And here's where it got interesting. You know, he looked at her and he was like, okay. But it was the moment where she said she went way back with him that the interview just flipped. He was like, the corny kid, right? <laughs> it just got super awkward. And she was like, oh, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. And he was like, no, I remember. And he was giving her the looks, the facial expression. But he gave her the courtesy of the interview. But after the interview, he was like, all right, you know, wherever my favorite place is, that's where the hotel is. So then he just dipped off. And she was like, corny no more. The internet blew up about this. You know, back then, they won me. Now I'm hot. They all on me. Shout out to Mike Jones, you know. And here's something interesting that came about it. So this came back from a podcast she did with Dominic the Diva, and who is a local radio host here in the DMV area. And she was the one who actually, you know, called him corny. But L'Oreal, you know, kind of laughed and kikied with her, which is a cosign, basically. So this is the whole situation that happened up to this point. But before I get deeper with the details, I just want to know what you think so far. First of all, shout out to my girl uh, L'Oreal, who does the morning hustle here in the D in the DMV every morning. You know, man. I, you know, I listen to y'all all the time. You know, but um, I don't actually see where Michael B. Jordan did anything wrong at the end of the day. I mean, if it if it 
if anything, I mean, like I said, like I don't call the dude, I don't really look at him as corny because I don't really look at him at all as in like a man dude corny. He corny, he corny. Like like ladies ladies love Michael B. Jordan. Like, you know, Michael B. Jordan just seemed like a just a regular dude to me. You know, when he was when he was dating Lori Harvey, everybody was saying, Oh, he was corny because he was doing all this stuff for her. So I mean, this generation when they say like corny, they would say anything if, if they don't like you, you're corny. You might talk to them and be like, yo, Funkadelic is corny. That's cool, that's fine. Works for me. Whoever like me, like me. It is what it is. But this is is the typical situation of yeah, back then when I was in school. I was a loser. I was corny, right? I was a nobody to you. But look at me now. Now all of a sudden, you, oh, you know me now. But in high school, I was a nobody. You know, I was a nobody. Huh, interesting. And it's so crazy how, it's so, and it's so crazy how, um, I, I, that's happened to me before. Nobody, I, not, not so much of the corny part, but I ran into people that I went that we went to high school with. Like they dab your hey, what's good, bro? So like, like fam, we never spoke a day. <laughs> the four years that we went to school, we have never spoke not once. And now you're dapping me up like you know me. So the fact that she's saying, Oh, he was oh, like, yeah, back in the day, all right. <laughs> like it's kind of just like, I don't get the whole well, why is he corny? But why is why is Michael B. Jordan corny is the question. I'm, I'm, ladies, because it's if a man, is, if a man is calling Michael B. Jordan corny, it it's kind of weird. Like Joe Budden called out Michael B. Jordan. He said Michael B. Jordan was corny, but I'm like Joe. If anybody's corny, Joe but Joe Budden is corny. If anybody's goddamn corny, is Joe Budden. But why? What are y'all judging his corny off of? That's what I need to ask you. What are they judging him being corny about? Uh, Joe Budden said he was corny before the way he interacted her with her but no one else agrees you know of course you got his co-host who agrees because he signs their checks i mean of course yes man but they joe called him corny for the way he carried the interview i mean he carried it professionally uh and with courtesy despite you know their past history and you look at you know their past history speaking of it uh l'oreal basically said you know she used to tease him about his name and give him a hard time back at school and he used to bring uh porches to school basically headshots you know um and she was like oh don't nobody want those stupid headshots and basically that's where his energy came from so joe budden called him corny first of all joe budden come on now really joe budden Everybody else was just like, yo, he did the right thing. I would have done worse. So if everybody on social media is saying they would have done worse, he handled it well. Now let me let me ask you this though, right? Let's say, let's say a girl that a girl that we went to school with, who you who used to disrespect you and stuff like that, even though Aaron was Aaron was smooth back high school. <laughs> But if a girl, if a girl disrespected you back in high school, right, and you become and you became successful, blow up, and she see you, and she give off that same energy of, ah, yeah, remember, like, remember, I used to do this to you, remember, you be like, yeah, I forgot. How are you supposed? How are you supposed to carry that? Now, granted, I mean, for me, I probably just laugh. I would just <laughs> just kept it moving. 
but I'm not, but everybody's not me. Like I'm the, I'm the type of person that would just look at you and be like, oh yeah, yeah. And I'll just keep moving. And then I just won't give you no time of day. But how would you handle that situation? I mean, for me, the same way as Michael B. Jordan, that's just the type of person I am. You know, despite what happened in high school, I understand people move on and right. people become a better person. But it's this saying that I have, not me, I didn't create it. It's the axe forgets, but the tree remembers. Mm-hmm. So the axe go around chopping 100 trees. They ain't going to remember the 400 tree they chopped down. But the 400 tree going to remember the day where they were, how it felt to be chopped down by that axe. So for me, basically, I'm going to treat you like courtesy. You know, we all grown hopefully, at this point in time. But at the end of the day, there's no friendship. There's no extra communication. I'm going to say, hi, how you doing? Cool. And then keep it moving. It's nothing else to talk about. The, the thing the thing is, before I pass the mic back to you, I always tell people about one thing about one thing about me is if you look at now, you know what I mean, about to hit 30, I, I look at everything now just like, okay, and I keep it moving. That's just my demeanor for everything nowadays. Yeah. Cause my my main thing about life is if you're not harming me in any kind of way, I don't really care. But if you and we rewind 10 years, I was 18, 19, 20 years old. If I had got that same interview, oh yeah, I would I would have made it worse for myself. Cause you're like, yeah, this is, oh yeah, I remember you. Oh yeah, but you want to talk to me now? Oh no, I get out of here. Right, smack the mic out of hand, everything. Because that's just like like being a hothead. Yeah, I would have been like, I wasn't like a troublemaker, y'all. But like certain things, certain things can set you off, though. But yeah. nowadays with me, it's just like, I just, I've been like, oh, yeah, hey, how you doing? But yeah, this was back in 19, 18 years old. Oh, yeah, I probably been like, oh, no, nah, you want to talk to me now? Oh, no, 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 forget this interview. <laughs> get this interview. Like, no, nah, don't talk to me. Don't tell me, oh, you used to tease me. <laughs> yeah, but 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 look at me now. Premier movie. I've been I've been cocky as hell right back then. But now it's kind of just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, you yeah, we went to school together. <laughs> yeah. And what's crazier, what's craziest about this is the same week, actually Wednesday, he ends up getting a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, which just adds <laughs> fuel to the fire on this whole situation. Like what better timing, right? He had this interview, all this information's out on the media, and then you get a star in the Walk of Fame. Like, <laughs> impeccable timing. I think, I think anything, I think Michael B. Jordan is like one of them, them, Michael B. Jordan has been through so many, has been through situations to the point where it's just like, it's like you want to feel bad for him, but he always, triumphant through all of it though that's the crazy part about it because like when he dated when he dated Lori harvey everybody was just like oh like then we got his heart broke remember when he was at the warriors game and he kept showing him he was just everybody's like look at him he looked hurt he looked hurt he hurt but i'm like i mean he, he just got he just got dumped but they tried to spin it and say it was on him he was talking to his friend and all that but then you got but then you got now you got this radio personality who throwing up memories of her used to tease him back in the day. You ain't first of all, first of all, 
first of all, my question would be is this to my girl Loria, why do you why even bring that up in the first place? What do you what is that supposed to like make you feel better? Like how like oh you might be a big star, but I used to tease you back in the day. So like look who's doing look who I won't say they I won't say she's not doing better, but look who's who but I'm successful though. I mean, you got a career, you do radio and stuff like that. That's great. That's cool. But but I've, I've been on TV since I was like, what, 14? Nigga been on TV since he was like, since he was. <laughs> the first time I seen Michael B. Jordan was in Hardball with Keanu Reeves. That was, the first time I seen, that was the first time I seen Michael B. Jordan in Hardball. <laughs> that movie came out like 2000. Before that, he after that, he was Wallace on The Wire. So I've been so Michael B. Jordan has been around for a minute. That's why I don't understand. I was like, dude has been famous for a minute. I mean, he might be more bigger now because he's an adult. He's doing different roles, but Michael B. Jordan is not just some like like Gloriel's trying to carry just like oh <laughs> like you like oh you just now blowing up. <laughs> Congratulate. No, like this thing has been around for a minute. You know. I don't know when she got her first break on radio and stuff, but Slim been on TV and movies for a minute, though. I'm just saying. I, I tell you like this, and there's a difference between, like, playful banter teasing right. and, like, making somebody life hard. You can tell by the way he reacted to L'Oreal on that red carpet. They made his life hard. Right. Like, that reaction he gave, he was like, like he was tapping in, you know, almost about to become Killmonger, you know, even though he was on the Creed three red carpet. I'm like, bro, this the wrong movie. <laughs> like, oh, wrong movie player, wrong movie player. This the wrong movie, man. He about to tap in. Look, I tell you like this, you know, and and that's happens because if somebody like playful teasing, it's kind of like, oh, I remember. All right, cool, cool. All right, have a nice night. That's it, because you know, like it wasn't anything malicious, but you're putting somebody down and you can't tell somebody how to feel right and you play it off all misquoted things like that i don't care i know how you made me feel i'm going back to however old michael b jordan was to that age hypothetically let's say i'm going back to 12 year old me in middle school right right they used to be in middle school together i'm going back to that age how you made me feel that moment in time i'm tapping into that moment so that's where my reaction coming from. I just think this. We wouldn't have gotten this moment if she just wouldn't have mentioned it in the first place. I'm just saying that she could have easily just did the interview and not said nothing. She was like, Mike, congratulations on your movie. You know, you know, like, how did your production? Like, ask him regular questions. Like, at that point, at, like when, when she threw that out, you you're seeking, and this, and this again, I'm t- this is why I say about attention seeking type people. Like that was it's a time and a place for everything. That is not the time and the place to. Matter of fact, I don't care. Period. I don't care if you on. The, I don't care if you on the morning hustle. I don't care if you on any DC radio show, and you be like, oh yeah, I know Michael B. Jordan. Like we went to like we, we went to high school together, and I used to tease him. That it does not matter what you did to this man when he was 12. That shit doesn't matter. Right. It's like you're trying, what are you trying to get a leg up? 
Like we trying to that's like me, that's like me trying to say, and, and I know a lot of people probably not gonna believe this story, but that's like me saying, that's like me saying, I remember Kevin Durant when he was at the local gym, he wasn't that good. Even though Kevin Durant was like what 17, I was eight. Nigga was like six and eight, and I was only four, five feet. I was short. But I'm like, that's like me trying to get a reaction. Just like he wasn't that good at the gym. He wasn't that good at the gym. I mean, he he couldn't shoot. Like, come on, bro. Like, I mean, he had to get a trainer. Like, come on, bro. Like, no. Kevin Durant wasn't a scrub back then. He used to go to the gym, beat on it, and, and, and beat everybody in the gym. I mean, fuck. Like, but I know a lot of people like, Funk, you ain't no Kevin Durant. Me and Kevin Durant were the same fucking gym. The C plus wreck over there. Like, we all went to the same fucking gym. But the point is, L'Oreal, it's like you, you you look like you was trying to get some type of attention off the, oh, like, yeah, I knew when he was 12 and we used to pick on him and stuff. That doesn't matter. Because guess right. what? I'm not going to be the one to say it, but the ladies going to say, like, yo, the ladies will tell you themselves. To them, Michael B. Jordan is the sexiest man alive. The ladies love Michael B. Jordan. Ladies love him. Ladies love Michael B. You know what I'm saying? Now, we don't know if the fellas be like, man, L'Oreal, I, don't, I mean, I don't hear nobody talking about you. I'm not saying you ain't probably got no dudes out and crushing on you, but let's be real. Like, if you want to compare star power to star power, yeah, I think my man's doing this a little bit better than you. I'm just saying. Doesn't matter, but I just think he's doing a little bit better than you. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I want to talk about uh, something Dominic Diva said, because they were talking about the whole corny thing. Then it just went off the rails. Because she just started talking about how Nick Cannon and Russell Wilson was also corny. Because the type of corny she was talking about was like the nice guy type of corny. I never knew corny to be a positive thing ever. I never knew anybody to be like, oh, this was just corny. But we like that. I don't know any woman in being honest, talk about some, oh, they like being corny. The, the main thing about this situation, which kind of like rubbed a lot of people the wrong way, is she said that black guys marrying white girls is corny. Black guys dating white girls is corny. But not only did he not date the girl in question, but like she started deflecting all over the place. And like one of her most recent Instagrams, she was like, you know, I, anything I say once, I say it again. Nick Cannon's corny too. He got mad women, babies, and money. I thought we were all doing CS prayer for a nice corny Russell Wilson to save us from these toxic guys. No, corny ain't bad, but 70% of the guys in the industry is corny. Let's see how y'all act when he brings his next white girl to him on a red carpet. Toodles. Okay. What's your opinion about that? It's already a known fact that outside of wilding out, black people do see Nick Cannon as corny because why Nick Cannon is white people, he's white people, like white people love Nick Cannon. Black, <laughs> like for real, like Nick Cannon legit be having daytime TV shows. He do stuff like the Mad Singer. He does stuff that white people love. People love Nick, white people love Nick Cannon. Black people don't really outside of wild and out, even on wild and out, Nick Cannon is, is black people like Nick Cannon is corny on wild and out. They still say he's corny, but again, white people love him. But 
at the end of the day, I would say with, with, Nick, with Nick Cannon, you go where people love you. If black people don't like you, I mean, I don't have a problem with Nick. I just like, bro, you need to strap it up sometime. But other than that, I ain't got no problem with Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon don't do nothing to me. I've been watching Nick, I've been watching Nick Cannon since he was on Drumline. You know what I'm saying? But and again, you got Russell Wilson is Russell Wilson corny. They they say Russell Wilson corny. Why? Because he's not the prototypical toxic guy. He's like just the squeaky clean image guy. He I just played football. I got my endorsements. I go home. He you know never hear you know never hear nothing about Russell Wilson in the media negative. The only thing the only time you hear Russell Wilson is on ESPN when he's playing bad. That's the only time you hear about Russell Wilson is on ESPN. First take Stephen A. going at him. That's the only time you hear Russell Wilson. That you don't never hear Russell Wilson TMZ flirt with another female. You don't never hear nothing about this guy. But guess what? Because he's not the prototypical athlete, he's corny. I, I, like, I just think it's interesting, like uh how she how successful black men I call corny, right? Pookie and Ray Ray's are like aren't corny. But nah, you, go you ahead and finish. You gotta look at it. You gotta look at the way society is nowadays. It flipped. Yeah. Okay. It flipped. Me and you are corny. But the average scammer, trapper dudes, these are the guys that people love. Me and you are corny. They'll, somebody probably watch this podcast every day and be like, yo, Aaron, Aaron, Aaron and, and Funk with Duck are corny. They're corny as hell. Why are they doing podcasts? It's why somebody watched this joint and fry us up from start to finish on everything we talk about. But then on some on one hand, you got somebody who just like, yo, you guys podcast is great. Who you think we care about the most? The people that's calling us corny or the person that's over here called that likes the show? We care more about the person that likes the show versus the person that's calling us corny. Because why? We're not the prototypical sitting on this show talking about some. Well, women need to do this and women need to do that. We have our episodes about it, but we don't sit on here all day. We don't sit on every episode we talk about relationships. No, we don't talk about that. But guess what? We're corny. We're not doing what everybody else is doing. We're corny. We're not sitting here trying to fit in with everybody. We're corny. We're corny guys. I don't know about you, Aaron, but if that would make me corny, then hell, I'd be the corniest brother on the planet. I'm all for it, personally. I, 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 that's why I said, man, if that may be corny, man, call me popcorn, right? Call me over real pockets, man. Cause I'm gonna tell you like this. If being successful makes you corny, then so be it. So be it. Oh, well. I'm, a, I'm one of the corniest of them all. I'm Nick Cannon corny. Cause that man stay with money. That man. You know what <laughs> if Russell Wilson corny, that man, what? $400 million contract. <laughs> That man worth that man worth millions. God damn, that makes shit. And that's what makes us. And we, if that makes us corny, shit, I'd be the corniest dude on the planet. Shoot, I, I'm saying this, but I just think it's so funny, right? Like, it's it's a couple things in it. It just sounds like hate to me, right? It is. It, is. it, it just sounds like hate to me because, like, if I want to tap into what you said about going where you want it, right? Mm -hmm. If there's a lot of black guys, right? We know um uh Key and Pill, right? Yeah. Um 
we know that you know he ended up marrying a white guy, not mar- he ended up marrying a white girl, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Jordan Peele, I'm talking about. So a lot of people have flack about that, um, but it's about going where you want it, right? If this type of these type of girls, you know, don't want you, you go wherever you want it. If that house be a white girl, hey, do your thing, brother. At the end of the day, it's all about your life and what you do and go where you want it. It's all like the geeks. They hang with geeks at school, right? The RC kids hang with RC kids. The jocks hang with jocks because they go where they're accepted. They go where their tribe is. So to sit here and be like, oh, like black guys that date white girls are corny. Look, whatever. But I just think it's interesting because if it was the situation flipped around, you don't hear none of that. It's like, you go, girl. You go, girl. And like the situation with Doja Cat, right? Mm-hmm. The situation with Doja Cat is like how a lot of black girls are. They have a bad experience with a black guy and they go date a white guy based on that bad experience. The whole reason Doja Cat is dating white guys is because her father wasn't in her life like that. So it's some sort of trauma is the reason she only dates white guys. I look, I, I look, I look at this corny stuff here today, man, and I personally don't get it, and I don't understand. But y'all know, y'all know my philosophy this year. You like it, I love it. <laughs> That's my philosophy because yes, like high school is a perfect example, and I'm glad Aaron brought it up because everybody did flock to their own tribe. Yeah. Now, what I might found was weird. I mean, that's because one, I didn't understand it. We had geeks, we had nerds, we had geeks. We didn't have like the prototypical high school show nerds, but you had where they was like anime clubs and stuff like that. Cool. I didn't watch anime and stuff, so maybe that stuff it was weird to me. But I wasn't be like, oh, they corny. It's just I'm like, I don't. I mean, they they got their own thing going. You had the jock, you had the jocks and the cheerleaders and stuff like that. The jocks was walking around the school like like they. Like they the goddamn uh, seventy two win bulls or something. I'm like, I'm like, y'all not even all that for real. But you know, y'all, they, hey, y'all had the swagger like y'all was out there shit dunking on everybody. I'm like, bro, y'all literally lost like five games in a row, bro. Right. About, but like, as you get older, the the term corny, especially like I said, in this, it's just it's just the times that we live in now. Positive is considered corny. That's the whole the whole image of the world we live in today. If you are doing something positive, you are considered corny. Especially if they don't like if they don't like you, you're considered corny. They call a dude like J. Cole corny. I mean, you call J. Cole corny. A lot of people like J. Cole corny is a mug. Like J. Like the thing is, J. Cole is corny, but Future is cool. Doesn't make any sense. Kendrick Lamar is corny, but Drake is cool. Drake is one of, no disrespect, I don't care how good of ours is. Drake is one of the corny dudes ever. He get, but the thing about it, Drake get, a, Drake, get a, a, Drake get away with a lot of stuff. People let Drake slide with a lot of things. Drake is very corny. But, they, but the world gives him a pass for everything. And I say everything, literally everything. 
I'll tell you one thing. You can always bet on fatherhood. <laughs> you know, and look, some of you guys going to get that joke, but. <laughs> but, and again, Drake had, Drake had a kid this whole time. Didn't say nothing about it, but then when he got exposed, no one said, no one called out Drake. Everybody went straight at Pusha T. I was like, how's everybody going out to Pusha, but no one says anything about that old Drake. You got a kid this whole time, and you ain't say nothing? Like, we, it's not that we care, but it's just like, bro, you've been around for how long, and you have a kid, and then, like, you, we just now knowing you got a kid? Yeah. But did anybody say anything? Did anybody call it? Even when, even when Pusha T dissed Drake, did anybody say like, oh damn, Drake, you gotta respond? No, everybody went out to push a T. I was like, how's everybody going out to push a T? But nobody said anything to Drake. Because again, we in the world where just like if people like you, they will rock, they will rock with you regardless. They will let things slide. They will let things slide regardless. Like you look at uh Primus, I'll call everybody like B Simone. I'm be real with you. I got no beef with B Simone either. But B. Simone is like that whole I'm trying to find a boyfriend thing, right? She had a whole reality show, found a boyfriend, dumped him, now she's back single again. It's like, bro, like, how can we explain this? Is that not corn? Is that not corny? Oh, did, did we just let that just slide? You did a whole reality show looking for a boyfriend. You you end up picking a guy and you don't want to be with It's like, bro, it's like. Then she had the obsession with little baby. I mean, not the little baby, but the baby. It's like, bro, bro, bro. I want to pick up on what Dominique the Diva said. All yeah. the rest of that stuff is hater talk. But one thing she did say was true. I don't know about the seventy percent, the numbers, but most guys in the industry are corny. Most guys in real life are corny, right? What? So you got corny guys with money, corny guys with status, corny guys here and there. Most guys aren't corny. But to sit here and say that being successful, doing the right thing is corny, it's not. It just shows you where your priorities lie. It just shows you where your head's at. I, I want I want to talk about like school, right? Because you, you brought up high school. So it's like you know, people looking down on you. Maybe they felt like they were too cool to speak to you, right? right? So, like, for us, I know in our friends group, you know, we hung out with a little bit of everybody. Yeah. You know, it was geeks here. It was, like, RC kids. It was, like, jocks here and there. But I know for me personally, like, I remember, like, elementary school, right? Elementary school, like, apparently, like, if you wasn't, like, thugged out, because, you know, that's when 50 Cent came out. Mm -hmm. If you weren't thugged out, you weren't cool. That just wasn't me. Like, <laughs> I, I didn't grow up, you know. Sorry, I ain't grow up getting shot nine times. But <laughs> if that don't make me cool, good. Because I ain't trying to get shot nine times. But it just goes to that mentality where, like, everybody just has this group think. And, like, some people experience in middle school. Some people experience in high school. And it's like, you do your own thing. Eventually, people are going to start being like, all right, this man, cool. But right. it's like, nah. I remember you used to call me corny. I remember you used to say I was this and that. I don't want to hear that. At the end of the day, I hope you're doing great in life. I hope you're doing good. We ain't got nothing to talk about after that. I think, 
I think the definition of cool is like, and and you you brought up a good point, but you you, you definitely brought up a good point. I think cool cool is just really what you embody as a person because yeah, on the outside on the outside looking in, a lot of people probably because you was right when we was at when we was in high school, bro. We hung out with that our our circle was filled with everybody, anime, uh, semi jobs, RTC people, everything, right. <laughs> we then it was like again it was us it was this was again when we were seniors we hung with 11th graders 10th graders not, like it's like we yeah. like we took people under our wing in a sense you know what yeah. I mean? but <laughs> yeah you know what i'm saying like we took people like they they hung out with us so we were just like all right cool i mean we ain't had no beef we ain't be like oh, y'all freshmen bro don't y'all freshmen but yeah the most people on the outside they probably look, they probably looked at our circle was like i'm like they ain't even they it ain't I mean, I they they look at us. We, they probably thought we was weird or something like that. They thought we was weird, or they was like, they corny, bro. They they corny over there. But to us, the fact that you had ninth graders that wanted to hang with us is like we had some type of status. Yeah, you know what I mean. You had ninth graders wanting to hang with us. It was just like, I, like I guess. But we were cool in our own rights. That's what I keep trying to tell people. Like you cool in your own right. You cool in your own way. Simple. We both we both grew up in the we both grew up in the hood. We don't do hood activities. Well, I mean, I do. Depends. <laughs> like, hey, I, super I, thug I, is back. I still, eat, I still eat wings and mumbo sauce. The super and thug is back. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> I still I still eat I still eat wings and mumbo. Like I still need mumbo sauce when I go to wing shops and stuff. I still do hood do stuff. Don't worry. But you talking about like as far as like robbing people and stealing from stores and stuff and. Like just go, like robbing people bikes and stuff. Nah, we grew up around it, but but we ain't do it. But again, again, like that stuff, that stuff was that stuff was cool on a day to day basis. To us, it wasn't cool. We were just like nah, y'all do y'all y'all can have fun with that. You know, we made we made a positive, we made something positive out of of a negative surrounding. How do you do that? Again, what we do? We used to make YouTube videos right on the street, right outside. None of it was violent. We wasn't breaking in nobody's houses on camera. We weren't doing that. We were literally doing random stuff in the neighborhood on YouTube. You know what I mean? But it's like cool, like cool, cool and corny is is, is what people, it's just what people, it's just it's your own perception of it. Before yeah. I get back to my man Aaron, it's like the number the, the prime example of a person that gets corny, get called corny more than anything outside of. Nick Cannon and Michael B. Jordan and Russell Wilson is Eminem, right? You hear a lot of black folk, like I'm not saying black people don't listen to Eminem because they do, those are their front. But you hear a lot of people, you hear a lot of people will say, I don't listen to Eminem, I don't listen to like we don't, they be the call, I don't bump Eminem. I don't, I don't bump Eminem. I mean, Eminem, if Eminem song I like come on, I'll listen to it, but. Is Eminem my go-to like artist to listen to him in the car? No, it's not. And I'll say this. A lot of dudes are corny because a lot of dudes put on like a lot of like all they listen is gangster rap. When they be in the car, they talk, oh, I listen, all they listen is gangster shit. I'm like, see, that's to make you a corny right there. Cause see, I'm cool in my own right, because I'm not because I can I can legit ride listening to straight RB blasting. 
And, uh, and guess what? The person right beside me might call me corny because they be like, why you he his feelings? They call me corny beside me. But I guarantee you probably be somebody on the other side of me probably looking like, what do you know about that? Okay, let me find out. What do you know? <laughs> so it, it's just it's just perception. Somebody yeah. might call you corny because of what you don't do, because you don't because you don't move like them, you consider corny. But somebody else might see it just like, oh, he oh he moved with his own speed. Okay, because he he ain't out here listening to gangster rap. He out here listening to some damn Al Green. And he only look he young, he young, bumping Al Green. Okay. Hey, you know. I, I just, I want to follow on what you said. And it's all about like, you know, being corny, being yourself. Uh, I think the feeling is mutual, you know, about what's being corny. You know, people thought we were corny. People think we're corny. Hey, it is what it is. Um, I thought, you know, some people in high school were corny. I mean, you all buying the same sneakers, trying to look like each other. Y'all all sit on the same wall doing the same thing. Y'all a bunch of clones, you know, with no individuality. You just like your next man. Like, I don't know your name. You don't stand out to me, right? That's corny. You ain't being yourself. So I think, you know, one thing, not to big us up, but like one thing that made us cool was like people can point us out and we're all our individual people within a group. Mm -hmm. So, like, with the 10th, you know, 11th graders, 9th graders, they were like, oh, what's up, da 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 And I remember, like, after, you know, we graduated and going back to school, um, people still remember us. I think, personally, that's cool. Mm -hmm. Even me, like, in day-to-day -day life, there's nobody from the past who clown me who's doing better than me. So, like, a lot of people like to live their life on revenge mode, and they still hold on to what happened in the past. I'm the type of person, I'm, like, out of sight, out of mind, right? You right. did that to me back in 07, whatever. Bro, it don't matter. Like, people come up to me, like, nobody who's hated on me is doing better than me. I go to sleep at night successful while I wake up successful, right? I, like, I, I'm not thinking about what you're doing. That's in the past. I'm talking about now. I'm talking about the future. And that's why I try to, like, tell other people. I'm like, you can't be up here worrying about what somebody used to do with you. Like, the situation with Michael B. Jordan, right? I'm pretty sure, you know, I have a good percentage that he's not thinking about L'Oreal every single day. He think about that star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. He think about Creed th 3. He think about his directorial debut. When you're successful, you got more important things on your mind than think about what somebody said to you back in whenever. So I just think, you know, the best success is revenge. The best revenge is success, I'm trying to say. I think I think before, before this old red carpet situation, he probably hasn't even seen L'Oreal since middle school. Like... I know they both they both in Hollywood, they both, you know, red carpet interviews and stuff. This man probably never even ran into her since then. Yeah. This is probably their first encounter in probably over like 20, probably like 20 years, because they both in their 30s. Uh -huh. This probably they this probably they encounter it's probably been 20 years since they seen each other. So he wasn't even like I said, she was she's just she just a blip on this man radar. She brought she brought it up. She brought the she brought the <laughs> yeah. she brought the topic up. So it's kind of just like 
if I run into, if I run into somebody from high school, you know, and they bring up some, hey, bro, yo, remember I used to do that to you, man? Such and such, and it's like, okay, but, it up. <laughs> it's like, well, it's like, well, wait, is that is that going is that some type of satisfaction you bring this up to me after like what? We've been out of high school for like what twelve years now, like 12, 13. I was like, bro, why are you even bring this up? Like that does, does that still matter to you after all these years? You have not grown since Louis since we graduated. Like we about to be thirty, but that was almost like ten. That was like eleven, twelve, twelve years ago, bro. You still right. think? I remember in high school, it was this guy I went to school elementary school with. To till that day. You know, he was bragging about beating me in a fight. No one's thinking about it. It's a, a, no one else was thinking about it except for him. Everybody moved on. I moved on. The rest of the kids who were in the classroom moved on. But they still brag, bragging like I was Mike Tyson or something, right? <laughs> bragging like I was the undertaker. And I just shake my head. I'm like, all right, cool. If, that, if that's what gets you up in the morning, you know, have at it. I mean, like I said, it's 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 just wild. But I I, I don't know. Like people people move people move past things, and it's yeah. like for her, she like she didn't move past that. Like I could tell y'all a story right now. I could tell y'all right here. I'm not ashamed to say this shit no more. Like I literally got jumped ninth grade year, and I literally had class with the dude until I graduated. We had to move past that shit. We wasn't gonna sit there and just keep looking at each other and be like, yo, it's like we about to pop up. We had to move past that shit. Eventually, we gotta let this shit go. Yeah. It happened, let that shit go, move the fuck on. That's it. It happened. You know what I'm saying? And again, like literally, can you can you and, and I I would ask I would ask anybody, anybody that's listening. I want you to I want you to think about it. You guys can hit the basement Friday. You can hit me up. You can earn up. Anybody's on YouTube, you guys can comment below. If somebody put if somebody put you in a setup situation like that, and you literally had to see this person every day, what will be your first initial reaction? What would be your what would be your first initial action to do? What, what would you do? What would you do? I could have been like most people and like, yo, me and him just gonna fight every time we see each other. But what is that gonna solve? Nothing. Some 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 somebody so that's why I said like you gotta learn to just like oh take the take the L, cool, move on, keep it moving. It is what it is. So for people, so for somebody like her who just like, ah, I used to tease you, it's kind of just like, what satisfaction is you getting doing that? Like he doesn't care. You brought it up. You know what I'm saying? Like you brought it. You brought it up. Can you can you imagine sitting on this show? If I if I bring up some some that happened ten years ago or something when we were seventeen years old, and I'm like, Yo, Aaron, remember I used to clown you with this, bro? <laughs> like, like we know why are we talking about this? <laughs> I mean, me and Aaron talk about a lot of stuff we did when we were 17, 18 years old because we ain't never we ain't got no bad stories like that, but. Imagine if, imagine if we just got, if we run into somebody and be like, hey, hey, Aaron, remember me and you used to, we used to clown dude, right? Hey, Aaron, remember me used to do this? Like, that person gonna look at us and be like, why y'all just randomly bringing that up? Right. Why y'all bringing that up? Like, well, what, y'all, why y'all still thinking about that? Me and Aaron scroll down memory lane all the time. You know what I'm saying? We, we of course, of course. 
I didn't know him dude for like 15 years. So of course we got stories for days, man. Shit, or you remember, you remember the time we were sitting on the stoop and a little 12-year-old girl tried to holler at us, bro? <laughs> <laughs> you remember that shit, bro? And they thought we was faking like the whole time they had a whole elementary jumper on. And ladies that's my age, y'all know the little elementary jumpers. They thought me and Ern was out there faking. We was like, fam, we ain't trying to go to jail. And look, like, we got flashed on the stoop, not by the same girls, but different girls. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, man, Ern got stories. We was like, in high school, me and Ern was like the modern day Craig and Smokey, bro. Like, we would literally sit on this man's stoop and just like sit in the neighborhood and just chill. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but come on, y'all. Like, she she brought that on herself. Like, she she brought it on this. Like, before I get back to Ern, I'm going to say this. I understand the time you live in. You do what works for you. If you being a positive role model guy makes you corny, or you being a positive role model girl makes you corny, if you still believing in love, especially in this generation where everybody pre-single, if that's what, if, if that makes you corny, if you still think relationships work in this day and age, if that makes you corny, if you believing that 50-50 makes you corny, whatever it is, if these things, if all these new trends out here, you don't, you are against them. That makes you corny, then guess what? Courtesy of the basement Friday and Fongadelic, be the corniest person you can be. And I'm gonna tell you like this. This whole situation would have been avoided because it's free 99 to be a nice person. You never know where somebody's gonna end up. And don't do it, don't be nice to somebody because you think they're gonna be a star. Be nice because you're a decent person. Facts. Some of y'all are scumbags. Don't be a scumbag. Be nice to everybody because everybody going through some things. And if you can do one thing, you know, bring a smile on people's face and, you know, make people day better, do that. Without further ado, you got anything else you want to tell people before you head up out of here? Nope, just a corny brother signing out. That's all. <laughs> hey, man, I, I just got one thing to say. Okay, to the lady I met in the supermarket, look, I learned this new dish with Noshi, right? So you take the pasta, right? And then you mix it up. All right. All right, guys. <laughs> it's your boy, Eric Fonacetti. Hey, uh, it's your man, Eric. I was here. It's your man, Fonacetti. <laughs> and we are out of here. Peace. Oh, God, y'all. Come on. <laughs>